I think we as parents put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we all want to raise healthy, happy kids that are well nourished. And I would just like to say that you're doing a good job. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, thank you for joining us this week. Today's guest does amazing work in her passion to, to teach kids more ways to learn about new foods through her products, resources, and educational guides on her site, Kid Food Explorers. We talk with registered dietitian Danny, also known as Kid Food Explorers on Instagram. Danny has been on the podcast way back in episode number 26 titled Kid Food Explorers discover, nourish, and grow, where she talks more about her platform and mission. In today's episode, she will tell you meal planning is not her thing, but she shares her best tips for go-to product information, pantry staples, pantry setup, and easy tips to whip up a balanced meal in 10 minutes. Join us for this conversation. Danny, it is so great to have you here with us. Will you introduce yourself to all those that are new here? Hi, yes. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, my name is Danny Lebovitz, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and mom of three and the founder of Kid Food Explorers, which is a community uh, dedicated to empowering families and kids to explore new foods through playful food education and STEAM activities, which stands for science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. I just want to put this out there. If if you do not follow Danny or have seen her uh, content that she puts out there, you need to go see that because whether you have uh, little kids or um, school age kids, you mm-hmm. have so many good resources for including all varieties of food and teaching about it. Um, I still think one of my absolute favorite reels you've ever shown was like, um, was it bowling with a pumpkin? You you just really make it fun for you and your kids. <laughs> nice. Yes. That, that's an old one. But yes, exactly. It there is. are... We need to be open to endless food possibilities. Right. I think I laugh at that because um, years ago when we grew, when I was a kid growing up, when we grew squash, I thought it looked like a baby. So I put a diaper on it and a face and everything. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That reminds me. Last year around this time, we made... I was introducing my kids to fennel. Okay. And it's, um, you know, a peculiar looking vegetable. <laughs> and it has a very strong licorice-like flavor. If you are not familiar with it, it's like an anise type flavor. And so the first thing I did was put googly eyes on it, these like play glasses and put it in a baby stroller. And when my kids walked home, they went wild about it and just crazy and like took it to the couch and like was watching shows with it for a week. And um, finally, it was looking really rough, like black and blue. And I had to say, it's time that we explore fennel in a different way because it was it had seen better days. But um it, you know, it's all about 
making and exploring new foods through the way children learn best. And that's, that's play. And so it, it makes perfect sense that, that that's what you did. And you did that all on your own. You know, mine is a little bit um, adult facilitated and child led, but um, sometimes they just need a little bit of help to get there, but it's, it's, that's what it's all about. And, you know, um, food is so much, more than what we eat. Our, our goal is to develop healthy kids. And how do we do that? We want to set a, and build a healthy foundation. And, and, and we do that through helping them feel confident and competent around new foods and develop a healthy relationship with food. Yes, 100%. And I'll put this out there too, because I'm, I'm going through it. Um, you know, in my early years as a mom and a dietitian, I, I felt like I was really good with making them have colorful plates and everything mm-hmm. like that. And now as they get into their teenage years, our teen tweenish years as well, um, they're getting pickier and more selective in different foods. And I have to, um, also not worry about it as a parent, but offer it and just say, they'll get it. They'll figure it out. I'm just going to keep on offering it and trying different ways that they will enjoy it. Yeah. I think, you know, my kids are little, they're one, three and five. So I'm not at that tween and teen range yet, but here's the thing. We are not here for the here and now. It doesn't matter what they eat at your table today or tomorrow, we're here for the long game. And so what we are really looking to do is, is build the foundation for a lifetime. And it doesn't come from forcing them to eat something that they don't want to eat. What, what our job is, even as they are teens and tweens is to help them connect with their body to, to understand, Oh, well, when I just eat, you know, fast food every day, or, um, you know, my, my snacks when I get home are snack cakes and chips or soda that, oh, I, you know, I don't feel my best. I I don't have the same energy. I don't feel full and, and making all those foods available, not restricting them, because if you do, that's what they'll choose when they're out instead of learning to listen to their body and build that their autonomy. So our goal really is just keep offering. We're, we don't let them know that we think they're being picky or that they're making bad choices, but, you know, coaching how they feel and um, really nourishing them beyond just the food themselves itself. Right. And sometimes it's hard as a parent overseeing some of these things because, you know, like, well, that, that really wasn't a good breakfast to to get you into school or totally cringeworthy. Yeah. Or I know you're going <laughs> to yeah. be hungry and then you're going to be in the snack, uh, in the pantry because you didn't eat dinner. So <laughs> what do you say when they, when they do those kinds of things? If anything, I, I, I may say, um, I may try to offer something else like, Hey, there's some apple slices and caramel dip like we did last night. Like, do you want to have that instead? Because I know you didn't eat much dinner. How about that? Or, you know, um, try to f- offer some other options with it. That's awesome. Yeah, I can, I can only imagine what it will be like in our home. <laughs> but so I, I might be coming to you for those tips when um, I, I have the real life experience. 
Yeah, um, we definitely need to step up our uh, colors game in our in our mealtime. But you know what? We'll get there. I did. <laughs> this is a, this is not about me. This is supposed to be about you. But I did just yesterday get um, clear containers to put like the fruits in at eye level and then like cheese and crackers at eye level. And I think that is so powerful instead of in a drawer. So uh, it's a game changer. Yes. I uh, completely redid my pantry and fridge so that and my kids are little, but that it is approachable and accessible. So it has all foods available there, but seeing the variety and the, and the things offered and making it accessible and empowering them to, you know, help themselves with some guidance um, has made a big difference in our home too. Right. So what are some foods that you offer for your kids uh, within the week for, let's say snacks? What are your favorite go-tos? Well, so I actually set up a, my pantry with those clear plastic bins Mm -hmm. that you were talking about. Um, And, and I'm going to actually mention a couple of ways or things that parents can guide um, some of that snacking and in addition to some food recommendations, but then I'm going to tell you what I do uh, because I'm a little bit more flexible and lenient. So Basically, uh, if I go shopping or if my daughter comes with me, um, when we get home, I take them all out of the boxes and then I kind of stack them sort of uh, Instagram beautiful, even though um, it's not quite Instagram beautiful. So I don't share that um, in those in those uh, clear bins. And um, you as a parent, if you're looking to offer more guidance, um, about what is available and accessible, uh, so that you can ensure and guide your kids to have a lot of variety and meet their needs. Um, you could say, okay, you can have, um, you can put a sticky note that says one of these, one of these, one of these, or two of these, however you want, you can color code it. You know, we, we're going to only have one at snack time or something like this, um, so say all you want of the green, um, and you know I think that that is um, a, a way if you want to use more guidance. Uh, what I do at home is I kind of separate out the bins by like my sweet bins, um, my salty crunchy bins, and then I have some like fruit and vegetable uh, bins so that are shelf stable. Um, and so um, the other thing is I buy in bulk, and then I have my five-year-old portion it out um, when she gets home. Not portion, meaning I'm trying to limit the quantity, but portion in that I have snack containers that are, she makes her own grab-and-go snack containers um, so that it's easily accessible on busy days. And the types of things that I have, uh, we'll say for fruit um, in the pantry that's shelf-stable is uh, freeze-dried fruit, um, dried fruit, uh, fruit cups. I love uh, fruit cups or canned fruit uh, that, you know, it's easy to grab and go and, and pouches. And then I also have like freeze dried veggies, which are like chips. So they're salty and crunchy. Um, uh, and then there, there's also veggie cups. I don't know if you've ever seen those. No. Um, and then salty, crunchy, we have every kind of chip, you know, we get like the individually packaged chip bags, and I have puffs and like legume puffs and 
I thought a lot about this. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. But, and then, and then for the sweets, it's you know I, I do have a candy bin, but that's up a little bit higher, so it's not accessible with her hands. But if she asks for it, then I'll I'll let I'll grab it down for her. But she has pudding in there and Jello and snack cakes. She went to the store. The, this is a tip and also a cautionary tale. <laughs> Bring your child to the store to help them have them pick out the snacks they want but you will probably spend more money. Um, but it's been nice because she's been able to explore different sweets even and discover which ones she likes best and knows that she has them accessible. Right. What are the veggie cups? So veggie cups are like, there's only a couple out there. There's like corn, uh, peas and carrots and green beans, but okay. they're, they look like uh, fruit cups, but they're vegetables. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, so my five-year-old's not super into, she loves the corn ones. She doesn't love like the peas and carrot ones. Um, but I love, she also loves freeze-dried fruit. So you can get, uh, if you've ever gotten like a salad mix, um, the Southwestern one has like freeze-dried corn and she loves that. So sometimes I save that for her and also sometimes I'll buy that. Um, Fresh Bellies has some um, crispy Freeze-dried veggies for little kids. Uh, Rhythm Superfoods has some awesome veggie chips that are not like flattened into a pulp chip. They are like pieces of cauliflower that have been spiced with different flavors like uh, buffalo or ranch um, that bite like a chip, but they're also a veggie. Awesome. Yeah, I need to... um explore some of those a little bit more because that's that's a fun yeah. new way to have a vegetable for sure yeah absolutely so for the week what does meal planning look like for you so I am not your average dietitian <laughs> when it comes to meal planning because I hate meal planning um my husband wishes that I were a meal planner uh but I just I, I don't like to feel restricted and I feel personally that a meal plan for me is restrictive because my taste buds tell me I want something different on different days. So what do I do? How do I get around this? Well, there, I, I always have a pretty stocked pantry that's shelf stable. So on any given night, if I don't have something set and planned, I can reach in the pantry. And that could look like um, pasta or it could look like beans or it could look like um, canned fish or canned chicken or something like that. Um, And then also I, uh, as a busy mom, (laughs) this was not my pre-kid self, but as a busy mom, I have a lot of packaged or prepared foods in the freezer. Um, And I also love to buy uh, partially, what do you call it, ready prepared foods. Uh, So uh, I'll buy things that are partially made that all I have to do is heat or add sauces or things like that too to kind of simplify the process. Um, So that's kind of how I approach it. But this is the, these are the things that I have in mind with every meal is um, at every dinner, I have a fruit, I have a veggie, and I have a main. And um, my if my main dish doesn't have a protein source, or my main dish always has 
uh, protein source, but if it doesn't have a carbohydrate source, uh, and for those who don't know, that would be like um, your pasta, your grains, your like rice or quinoa or potatoes, your starchy vegetables, cassava, um, beets, um, yeah. Uh, so that would be, uh, or bread. So I, I kind of think about that. So I'm really looking at a fruit, a veggie, and a main, and my main has to have a protein source and typically a carbohydrate source. Perfect. Can you share some of your favorite, maybe like protein sources or quick uh, grain options or veggie options that you just really love and that your kids love too? Sure. So, um, well, I have one child who's mostly vegetarian and then one child who always wants meat. Uh, but we do a lot. We have some plant-based sources of, of meals um, several times a week. So some of my favorite uh, sources would be like canned beans. It's a really economical and easy one. It could be black beans or refried beans with cheese. Uh, and we could put it on a tortilla, even though my kids are still in the stage of liking everything separate. <laughs> um, it could be veggie burgers that are already frozen. Uh, we I try and switch up the meat sources. So sometimes I'll just get a rotisserie chicken that's already cooked for me or a kielbasa that I just have to heat up in, you know, five minutes. Uh, so it really varies. But what I'm typically looking for is something that takes me less than 10 minutes to prepare on most nights. Right. A hundred percent. Do you buy any, um, or I should say any favorite frozen items? Um, I love, there's a, there's a brand of chicken nuggets that I really love, um, that I enjoy eating. It's called Bear, um, B-A-R-E. You can get it at Costco and I think Kroger stores as well. Um, but they, if you've ever had Chick-fil-A, it is, um, a, uh, it tastes like Chick-fil-A. Um, it's, it's not like ground into a pulp meat. Um, it, you can see the chicken in there, which I really like um, for myself. So I enjoy eating it too. Uh, see what else. That's probably okay. a weekly yeah. staple, you know, like every Saturday yeah. air fryer, chicken nuggets and fries in the veggie tray. And that's what it that's is. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's another thing is, you know, I think a lot of parents think it has to be complicated or fancy or cooked. But like your veggies can literally be opening a can of canned veggies. Mm -hmm. Or um, I think my typical evening go-to is cucumber, like, you know, sliced cucumber, um, you know, it, or peppers, whatever I have on hand. Um, and I usually plan for my meal planning is having, you know, three different veggies in the house and, and three different fruits in the house. And that could look like apples clementines and a melon or something um or bananas and veggies it could be cute i usually i always have cucumbers and carrots on hand um and then you know pantry it oftentimes broccoli or you know some other veggie and then i always have a canned option for nights that are really busy like beets or something like that right uh any special ways to make them taste good or seasonings? Cause to me, beets always taste like dirt or, um, anything with your, when you were talking about cooked bean or canned beans, what tips do you have for those? 
Sure. So uh, canned, are you talking about canned veggies first? Yeah. Or just veggies in general? Yeah, just kind of veggies in general. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, diet culture and the way we were raised and the way we eat. And so in the past, one might have shied away from adding anything to veggies. But what we know from science and what we know now is that actually, if we want to be able to utilize all the nutrients that fruit, that vegetables have to offer, we actually need fat with it because there are vitamins that are fat-soluble vitamins that can actually only be absorbed when we incorporate a fat into enjoying them. So with that said, um, cooking your veggies with butter or avocado oil or olive oil is a really great way to maximize your nutrient absorption and also increase acceptance and deliciousness of that veggie. So my five-year-old, one of her very favorite foods is roasted broccoli. And um, the reason that we have gotten on roasted broccoli is because we have learned to talk about our taste buds and what we like or don't like, and then talk about our preferences. And something I know about my five-year-old is she doesn't like soft, mushy, or squishy. So steamed veggies um, will never work for her. But if I can transform the texture to her favorite texture, which is crisp and crunchy, then it, it's an invitation for her to try something new. So I will try just about any veggie I can, crispy, crunchy with oil or a fat and a little bit of salt. And um, she will, she is eager to taste test it because she sees the crisp edge on it. So that would be my, my biggest um, recommendation is don't be afraid to incorporate some fat, your favorite fat, um, to make something taste more palatable because it also makes it more satisfying and also increases the amount of nutrients that are able to be absorbed. Yes. I was just listening to a podcast last week and she was talking about the studies and the latest findings that they found. But basically what it comes down to is that people will prefer fruits over vegetables because they're sweeter and mm-hmm. they will eat vegetables if they taste good. And it's like, Mm -hmm. duh, yeah, (laughs) that's right. So add those seasonings, add that fat in there to give it more flavor and palatable and enjoyable. And that's how you will keep it consistent. (laughs) And you know, if you're offering raw veggies, um, I love to make a Greek yogurt um, ranch dip. So basically I just take full fat Greek yogurt and I add a packet of Hidden Valley ranch dip. I don't even make it myself. I just grab... You know, uh, in my in my past life, pre-mom, um, you know, I, I love and I love recipe development and I love mixing and spending time in the kitchen. It is a great pleasure of mine, but it is not a great pleasure right now. It is a lot of work and there's a lot of life demands and it's just not something I am capable of doing right now. Um, but I still want food that tastes great and, and that are convenient. And so, 
you know, making, grabbing your kid's favorite dressings or dips, even if it's the, you know, okay. So I said Greek yogurt ranch dip, and I love to make that because you get protein and fat and you have probiotics in there. So I would love that. But guess what? I also have regular ranch dip in my fridge. And if we're having raw veggies and I want to encourage some consumption, then I bring out the dip or the ketchup because I mean, are your little people like ketchup on everything? Mine do, even fruit. Grapes dipped in ketchup. Bananas dipped in ketchup. Apples dipped in ketchup. <laughs> whatever works. Hey, whatever uh, works. We've been on to the party dip um, with our house. Like it, we always have a bottle of ranch, but the party dip has like ooh, brought it to that next level too. What's the party dip? You Tell know, me. it's um, we always would have it with. Uh, it's sour cream and a seasoning that you can buy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And of course, I really want to have it with like Lay's potato chips and the dip, but veggies oh, are yeah. good too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, it's so, such an unusual combination, right. but there's not, there's something so satisfying about that chip yes. dip combo. Oh, so good. Didn't you have another kind of fun one? Did it have like mayonnaise and... Oh, my fancy Mustard? sauce. Yeah. Yes, it's it's the fancy sauce. Okay, what's my that? My kids like the fancy sauce. <laughs> That's funny. I use this. Well, you can use it on anything, and we do. But um, I typically make it when I'm making asparagus or artichoke. Okay. Um, and this is something my mom, my mom used to make something similar to this. And so I just kind of took it and adapted it. But it's a basically... Mayonnaise, Dijon mustard, lemon juice, and if I have it, garlic or onion powder and or onion powder. Um, and then you just mix it up and it's fancy and everybody likes it. It sounds delicious. I and then, and then they eat, then they eat the, the veggie. Actually, they love artichokes. And I don't know if they love the artichoke more or the sauce more, <laughs> but they love it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Do you have any favorite uh, kitchen utensils or equipment that you go to? Oh, my favorite kitchen utensils. You know, I really want to get an air fryer or an Instapot, but I don't have either. What? Can you believe it? What? I know. I know it will be life changing. I don't have either. Black Friday. Um, Black, what? Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah. Get yourself okay. an air fryer. Okay. Okay, I will have to talk about what your what your recommendation okay. is later. Um, I would say, gosh, um, a toaster oven. Um, I use my toaster oven every day. I set it on like an oven, so it does I don't have to turn on a full oven. Um, I love. I have a high powered blender. I think that's worth the investment. Um, so I have a Vitamix. Um, and I use it for smoothies and soups and sauces. Um, I have a, I like, uh, if you eat, uh, tofu, I have a tofu press. I used to put it between plates. Um, but that always ended up messy and the tofu press is just easy and a way to reduce the liquid to make it crunchy. Right. Um, I love a grape slicer. Okay. So if you have kids under... Uh, five, you know that whole grapes are a choking hazard and gone are the days that you need to slice, slice that grape yourself. It is a little contraction. You put the grape in and it slices it into fourths. It's amazing. 
Um, yeah, but I would say, I would say if I were going to choose a favorite kitchen thing to do, mm-hmm. instead of it being a specific tool or utensil, um, I would say my favorite thing is empowering your kids to learn how to do in the kitchen with respect to utensils and things like that. So something I've done is I've set up my cabinet. So my kids are little, right? And so I have a cabinet on the bottom and I've put their cups on the bottom and I've uh, put their water bottles on the bottom and I've made a basket full of utensils and, um, and fun things to add like food picks and things like that. And, um, my, so if I had a favorite thing right now in the kitchen, it's that I can say, Hey, get, you know, get your napkin, get your, get your water cup, get your silverware. And I'm training them to really help me help themselves. Yes. Uh, And that's my, that's my favorite thing right now is that I am, I am working on doing less for three little people and empowering them to do for themselves. So my five-year-old loves to be a helper and my three-year-old is like, big sis can do it. I'm doing it too. So now the five-year-old is doing for the the one-year-old and helping me. And then the three-year-old is doing for herself, which is really cool. Awesome. Uh, Let's also put a little plug in here for your lunchbox resource. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. I have a new, uh, actually, as we're recording right now, (laughs) I have a brand new guide that's called Let's Pack My Lunchbox Roadmap. And it's really a guide for parents to help them learn how to coach their kids to pack their own lunch. Um, This summer in July, I had a lot of good communication and from uh, my Instagram community about the struggles of lunch packing. And some of the biggest struggles were, were that one, my, I pack a whole lunch, my kids don't eat it. And number two, that they really lacked a lot of inspiration and variety on what to pack. And so I started writing this, I thought would be like a short printable um, and then I was going to offer for free. And then it transformed into this beast that took me over a month to write. I had four dietitians review it, three community members (laughs) review it, two professional editors, and then spent weeks working on the illustrations with my, my partner uh, to bring it to life. And it, and it takes you through building, you know, positive food foundations to understanding the lunchroom mindset and why your kiddos may not, eat much at lunch, um, to how to ask open-ended questions and the and anatomy of a lunchbox. Um, I took all the questions that were asked, which is like four pages of questions and did frequently asked questions, um, you know, from allergies to should I put an exposure food in a lunchbox, which, um, by the way, I don't agree with personally. Um, because lunchroom is already a very busy and sometimes uncomfortable environment for some kids to eat. So I don't see the need to add something else. Um, And then it takes parents on how to build a nourishing lunch and then how to teach your child or coach your child to build a nourishing lunch. And there's, um, I think, like eight 
handouts for parents to use to help them learn to guide their kids uh, and how to grocery shop and and lunchbox prep, um, which is something I actually do. And then there are six playful activities uh, for your kids to do to interact with um, a lunchbox and learn how to pack themselves so that um, they're more likely to eat what they, they pack themselves, like what they have packed. And then after you've coached them, you know, you've really taken the pressure off. So, you know, over the span of 13 years of your kids being in school, you're making over 2,275 meals. Wouldn't it be nice that a, they, they pack themselves. So it's less stress and pressure on you and B, um, they're more likely to eat what they packed and light what they packed, which means less food waste and less money waste um, because they are doing it for themselves. So it kind of takes you through that, that whole journey with lots of activities and handouts and 14, what I call food inspiration charts. So it's not the typical recommendation of photos of lunch boxes of things to try it's really a customizable approach to building a lunchbox based on your needs, your taste buds, um, complete with a list of grab and go options and shelf stable options. Um, and yeah, just a lot of inspiration to, to help make your lives a little bit easier. It sounds extremely helpful. And I love how you end it with, um, the child learning how to do that too, because my daughter has come home and said, hey, so-and-so at her lunch, she had M&Ms, a fruit snack, a Gatorade, and a bag of chips. And and I'm like, oh. And my daughter goes on to tell me, yeah, she packs her own lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's the thing, right? We that's, That is the foundation of what we're doing with this guide is we are learning, we are we ourselves are learning if this is sort of new to you uh, because, you know, nutrition isn't an innate subject. So a parent might not know what a nourishing and filling lunch is. And then what we're doing is we are guiding what a nourishing filling lunch is and how to pack one and then making those things readily available for your child. So for example, with the, with, with your daughter, if you're, I have a, one of the worksheets for, for parents is recording slam dunk lunches. So those are the meals that your kids like. So if you're kind of in a food rut or you're like, what do you want? You don't have to question because you have already annotated those slam dunk lunches on this worksheet. And then there's also a worksheet for kids, which is called my lunchbox wish list. So if she noticed that her friend had Gatorade and chips and um, M&Ms, she could add that to her worksheet and ask for you to purchase those foods for her to include in her lunchbox. And then when you purchase them, you know, those are three things that could be part of a, of her lunchbox, but she knows how to build a nourishing lunch at this point because you have coached her. So she knows she also needs to pick a fruit. She also knows she needs to pick um, a vegetable. She also knows she needs a main because these are things that will help keep her satisfied and help her learn and feel her best through the day because you've coached her with, I, there's another worksheet that's called the My Tummy Feels Worksheet. So it helps kids connect with how they 
feel after they eat foods. And so you're not vilifying or saying she can't have those things. You're just saying, hey, let's pack this lunch so that it's satisfying so that you feel your best throughout the day. And, and you know how to do that now, but you can also include the things that you want that you saw in your friend's lunchbox. Oh, so good. You have such a um, great way to uh, name these things where it's it's not talking about diet culture. It's just saying, how does your body feel after that? And that is what we need. And actually, that's part of the first um, probably five pages of the guide okay. is going through prompts and how to talk about food with kids and why that's important. Once you get to about the age of 12, you can be more specific and you can talk a little bit more about the nutrients and how they work and how they affect the way you feel. But your children under the age of 12 are concrete thinkers, which means they think about things in black and white and take things very literally. So um, I have a, I am personally impassioned to spread this message because when my five-year-old was three at daycare, she came home with a food sort of healthy versus unhealthy uh, which has inspired a lot of my, my work started with books. And in this particular instance inspired my several of my printables that I now offer because I was like, there has got to be a better way because she came home with tears in her eyes saying, um, mommy, um, her favorite, her favorite food is French fries. Um, mommy, am I, am I bad for liking French fries? And I was like, you know, the, the way you start the conversation is what, why do you say that? What would make you say that? So you can hear their thought process and, and where they're coming from, which is that literal thought process. Well, um, we had, we learned about healthy and unhealthy foods today. And I learned that French fries is unhealthy. Um, and so then, you know, I have to kind of unlearn it for her and unteach it and talk about how all foods do different things. And, you know, what do French fries do for us? Well, number one, we love them. They taste great and we love to enjoy them, but also they give us energy and they help our tummies feel full. Um, some people just don't know um, the full, the full way food helps our bodies and that's okay. We can help teach them um, or we can make sure that we understand at home and, um, that all foods fit and that we can enjoy all foods. Yes, I love it. Um, you did say you have a toaster oven. So that mm -hmm. I feel is similar to an air fryer, you know, where you can make things crisp up. No? It just, uh, you know, I've seen what I, okay. I've seen what an air fryer can okay. do. And I, I feel like an air fryer is pretty life changing. Okay. Um, so I'll get there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, uh, I would make, well, I can't make enough chicken nuggets quite in my toaster oven for everybody to eat, maybe just the three kids. But I feel like your, your, your air fryer, you could put your chicken nuggets in there or your french fries and it comes out really quick and crisp. So, yes. and yeah. I have done those chip pan dinners, you know, with potatoes and peppers and then, um, you know, sausage and the potatoes are just not as good as they are in that air fryer. So, yeah. I mean, they're good, yeah. but they're just, they're, they're still good, but they don't have the same crisp edge. And I would right. like that for my family. I have not gotten there yet, but yes. Black Friday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
That's awesome. Any other <laughs> last takeaways for meal planning or just meals in general for the week? Um, you know, I, I guess two, I guess I do want to say two more things. One, um, I think we as parents put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we all want to raise healthy, happy kids that are well nourished. And I would just like to say that you're doing a good job. Uh, so I want, no matter what you're doing right now, um, whether it's picking up fast food or it's home cooking everything, you are doing a good job and you're doing what is best for your mental health and nourishing your family. Um, and then the next thing I will say besides stressing less is, you know, think about your meals uh, a little bit differently. Think about, okay, if I can ha pick one main food, one fruit and one vegetable to offer at, at meals, um, it doesn't have to be fancy. It could be, you know, your dinner could be crackers, deli meat, apple or clementine and some mini cucumbers. You didn't even have to cut them um, or opening up a can of corn or something like that. Um, that you are still nourishing your family and a fed family is the most important thing. I love that. Uh, Danny, where can people connect with you? Yeah, you can find me. Um, my most active community is on Instagram at kid.food.explorer. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all your helpful information and a realistic approach. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got right now. So that's all I can share. <laughs> mission to teach kids to explore new foods with a food positive body confident approach in making all foods fit in the diet. I just bought some resources from her site that I cannot wait to use for my kid classes. So be sure to check her out on her site and on Instagram. And thank you so much for taking your time out this week and sharing it with us. We will be back next week for another episode on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.